Yo, yo, yo. What's going on? Back at it. Halftime Hangout. It's been a long time. Hopefully, the video quality is a lot better. I, you know, I invest in some stuff. Got some, you know, school work. Made me invest. Hopefully, the audio is a lot clearer. Camera's a lot better. I don't really care how many viewers I have. You know what I'm saying? If I'm going to put out a product, the product is going to be okay. But NBA season starts tonight, and this time I will not flake after the All-Star break like last time. But the NBA season starts tonight, and I just want to talk about my predictions pretty much. And I'm gonna make some. I'm gonna make a video tomorrow talking about each game. But I'm gonna make some videos. Um, I'm gonna make a video talking about my predictions. It's 5:29 before the game starts, so I can't be accused of cheating. But let's start with the Western Conference. I want to start out my number one seed being the Jazz. I think with Rudy Gobert, you know, with all the hate he gets, he will still always be. An anchor that will lead you to the playoffs. I think they still have good enough scoring with Mitchell, Ingles, Conleafing, seeing how many years he has left, Bogdan. That would be a pretty good team overall. I think that team is built for the regular season. I just imagine them getting another one seed. I do have the Suns coming in number two for the West simply because I think after their finals loss, I think they want to come out and show that this was not a fluke. Everyone said their run, their path to the finals was super easy. I think they come out firing this season, and um, I think they will get to the get to the second seed. I don't think they get win the West, but I think they got a lot to prove this year because, like I said, a lot of people thought the finals run was very flaky. So I think the Suns will get the second seed. The Lakers at three. The Russ experiment is like just like every LeBron team with a new all-star teammate. It takes a while to get going. The preseason, I don't really hold much in the preseason, but that looks rough. And really just, when he went to Miami, it looked rough for a little bit. When he went back to Cleveland, it looked rough. When he went back to the Lakers, it looked rough. When he got AD, it looked rough in the start. It always looks rough in the start, but I really do think they will... Um, get the three seed, figure it out. And I don't think they're going to be as bad as, of a fit as everyone think it is. I think LeBron will be the one person that can make it work with Russ. I hope in my, the best of mind, I, I hope there's a lot of off-ball movement. That's the way it makes it work. A lot of off-ball cutting, off-ball, off-ball screens. That's the one way it's going to make it work. If that doesn't happen, you try to turn an iso ball, it won't work just because there's not enough shooting, so there's got to be off-ball movement. But... I think Vogel knows that. I think LeBron knows that. I think they all know that. And just like everyone's saying, it had to be co-signed. They had to talk to each other before the trade happened. So I think they know what they got to do. I think when the season goes along, they'll figure it out. They'll start rolling towards the second, third month of the year. And they won't look back from there. Fourthly, I got Golden State. I know it's a lot hard, higher than everyone, than most people have them, honestly. But Clay Thompson going to be out for... Two weeks, I believe, closer to two weeks, and I'm a believer that Clay may, he might lose a step on defense. That will happen. I think his spot up game will just be just fine. I think he'll be what the Warriors need. Jordan Poole, if his preseason again, I don't want to take too much in the preseason, but that's if he does what he does during the preseason, he is absolutely the perfect answer for what they need with coming off the bench, being a scorer when Curry goes out. And even facilitary shows some signs of passing. Um, it'll be a good third option with Wiggins, I guess. And then the biggest problem, the biggest question for the Warriors this year is um, James Wiseman. They were pretty horrible with him on the court last year. 
if the, if he can really improve his game, improve his threes, improve his defense, which I expect to. Most rookie centers aren't very good in the pick and roll situation, just because it's such a different game from college. Since college, you get to sit in the paint. NBA, you don't. It's a lot more man, a lot less zone, more pick and rolls. So I expect him to improve as time goes on, which it has. So I hope to see. He has a lot of pressure on him, but I hope he sees see him thrive. I got Denver at five. Now this one, when we get five through seven, five through eight, even it's a little tough for me. I think they're all very interchangeable. But I have Denver just because they do have the reigning MVP, Jokic. I do think people really undermine how great Jokic was last year. He was just so absolutely fantastic. Um, you can make any offense work around him pretty much with the way he's able to pass, shoot, finish, everything. Um, the, the biggest loss is Jamal Murray. The biggest question is, will MPJ keep improving? He has improved every year, every game pretty much. And he's going to have to take a lot more of a ball-handling playmaker role, though, I feel like. With Jamal Murray being out, Will Barton, I mean, they got a... Outside of Jokic, they're going to need some other playmaker. MPJ has never really been much of a playmaker. So I'm going to be interested to see what Michael Malone has has for MPJ. See see if he gets more pick-and-roll actions. See if he gets away from just the ISO stuff. See if he gets some off-ball movement. I think... I think he could really up his assist this year. I think he's going to be... I if, if he takes a step they need him to take, Nuggets are going to be still a very good team at the five. Next team is Portland. Portland's a tough one. They have a pretty ready roster. The Norman Powell really helps them out. They were really they were actually pretty good on defense when Norman Powell was in the, in the lineup, which is surprising just because Portland's always really rough. But... If Norman Powell keeps it up, well, if the lineup of Dame, CJ, Powell, Covington, Nurkic keeps it up, I think they have a chance to be above average, borderline, closer to a 12, top 12 defensive team in the league. I don't think that's so crazy. Um, And when you combine two scores like Dame and CJ, assuming they don't get traded, which I don't think they will. If they do, it's going to be later in the season, but I'm not going to predict that. I'm also predicting no injuries. You know, I'm going to take with the injuries what they have right now. But I think a top 12 defense plus Dame and CJ uh, can work. I think Chauncey Billups will be a good breath of fresh air for Portland. I don't know how the offense. I think the offense will look fairly similar. I didn't think Stotts was that all that great. I thought it became really Dame centric towards the end of the end of his run, but it works still, I guess. But I think Bills will be a good breath of fresh air, new coaching, and hopefully the defense does take a step forward. Next, I got Dallas. Dallas just had a super underwhelming offseason. If they got Lowry or someone of that nature, even Fournier, that would have been nice. But they all ended up getting Reggie Bullock. Of course, Reggie Bullock is a good player, but I mean, like, there's only so much. That's only so much of improvement. I don't... They. Richardson was really nothing. They did lose him, though, for what, what that's worth, I guess. But Bullock was underwhelming of an offseason. That's all I would say. Clippers with Paul George. I don't expect the playoff run from Paul George to keep up. He had a great playoff run. The team is still solid, but it's not as deep as it was last year, honestly, with the loss of Rondo. Um, They're going to need another playmaker. We'll see what Reggie Jackson can do throughout a full season, not playoff run. Same with Paul George. We haven't seen Paul George in the number one role since Indiana, really. 
So I want to see what he can do as a number one option for a full year in the West. I think that's going to be very tough for him. But I'll give him an A seed because I do like Ty Lue. And I do like Mo- Terrence Mann. Interesting player. Going to have to step up. And the next play- the next team is Minnesota. My faithful. I think Chris Finch really got them going in the right direction. I think they use Edwards a lot better off the ball. They use Cat on the ball better. Instead of just tr- they put him more in the elbow. Get him more in downhill situation, playmaking situations, he really thrived. I think the biggest question is, will they stay healthy? D'Angelo Russell and Carlton Towns still have not played much together. Malik Beasley got hurt for a stretch last year. It all comes down to health. That's the main issue. Towns looks like he got more in shape, though. They look good throughout the preseason. I, I love what they're doing just with the offense. A lot more cutting. Um, town elbows on possessions. And they look good. They brought Patrick Peterson... Patrick Beverly in for defense. Torian Prince will be interesting if he can find a role in the offense, which that's the biggest question with him. He's always had a tough role finding in the offense in whatever team he's been on. If he can find a role that suits him in the offense, he's a good enough good enough defender, better than what they've had. Jaden McDaniels, look out for him too. He'll be a good defender. I think this team could really turn around, get to a nine, maybe eight seed. If they got Ben Simmons, you know, you know, they're like a five seed, but we're not going to go there yet. And last team, Memphis. I don't know what it is. Every year I underrate Memphis, it seems like. I don't like, I really do not love Memphis. I think Steve Nams is a downgrade. I don't think he has much left in him from Jonas Valanciunas. They play a similar game. Steve Nams is just more limited offensively. They do about the same defensively. Adams gets a little bit of rebounding, but I guess Jonas is one of the best offensive rebounds in the league too. So I don't even know about that. Um, playmaking a little bit worse, scoring a little bit worse, defense about the same. It's just a downgrade. They they still are a pretty deep team though. You got got Brandon Clark, Jaron Jackson. Jaron Jackson coming back is going to be a big one. But I'm at ten. I'm not going to go past the ten. A couple teams I apologize to. The Kings. You have Luke Walton as a coach. I don't buy it until you get rid of Luke Walton. Is there any other teams I can think of that I need to apologize to? Pelicans. I would have the Pelicans in here. But Zion, he's only supposed to be out for a couple weeks, they say. But they said that in his rookie season, and he was out for months. I don't trust Zion's durability, so I don't trust the Pelicans. I don't trust that front office either. I don't, I, I don't, they don't have no idea where they're going with the coach. And it's going to be turned really interesting with the Zion situation. Now for the East, I got Milwaukee at the first seed. I think they just care about, it's between Milwaukee and the Nets. I think Milwaukee's going to care about the one seed a lot more than Nets are. And quite frankly, I think they're just a better team than pretty much every team in the league almost. I They're not my pick. You'll see my pick out of the East. But I got Milwaukee as the one. They're still a good team. Like I said, I think it just comes down to who cares more between the Nets and the Bucks. And I got the Nets number two. Now I want to talk about the Nets for a little bit because Kyrie Irving is just being an absolute menace right now. Um... He can choose however he wants to choose. I don't want to get into that spectrum right now. But without Kyrie, I really think people underrate the Nets without Kyrie. I still think if Millsap can do what he can do, obviously he won't be at Atlanta level, but if he can be at a two years ago Denver level, they can get that out of him. If they can get the good Patty Mills, because Patty Mills is very streaky, if they can get the good Patty Mills, um, Jermichael Green is still a good defender. Um, Claxton showed really good signs. 
and Kevin Durant's Kevin Durant, James Harden, James Harden, Bruce Brown, I like. They have such a versatile team. Joe, I, how could I forget about Joe Harris shooter? They have shooting. They have defense. They they probably have the most versatile team in the league when it comes to just different lineups they can put out there. So I do think with the I do think the Nets are absolutely ridiculous with or without Kyrie. Ozzy Kyrie would make them better, but they are still a very good team without Kyrie. Next, I got the Heat. The third spot third spot is up for grabs. I think the Heat, though, I think they're also. I think Kyle Lowry um, will be a great regular season add with Jimmy Butler, who will all will play hard all 82 games. I think they'll be a very good team. Just there's a cap with the Heat, just because I I do question they they need a big score still. They still don't have the big scoring like for the playoffs. But the Heat, they're going to play hard every game. They're going to be a tough out. They're never going to fold. So they're I'll give them a three seed. Now the four seed Ben Simmons. If you want, to, I said Ben Simmons. Philadelphia 76 is at the four seed. If we want to talk about menace, we're going to talk about Ben Simmons and the whole Sixers organization. I'm on the pro Ben Simmons side of things when it comes to getting out of Philly. But as of today, he got kicked out of practice for just not wanting to be there, pretty much. And he's got to. If he's going to play for the Sixers this year, he's got to at least act professional. If he's not going to act professional, just take your fines, sit out and get traded, but right now he's out there playing, he doesn't want to be there, I threw Philly in there just because I think they're just too talented to not get a top four seed, but it's so dysfunctional right now, I really hope he goes to the Sixers, or Wolves, if they do end up trading him, you know, I think a player like Malik Beasley and Brogdon would be a pretty good return for Ben Simmons, which is very feasible, this Timberwolves send over Beasley send the Pacers some picks. Um, Brogdon Beasley go to the go to the Sixers and Ben Simmons goes to Timberwolves. I think that would work for all teams. But again, I'm not here to discuss trades. I think Ben Simmons. It's just a mess up in there. But like I said, they're just too talented of a team to not get that four seed. To not get a top four seed. The Hawks at five. They had a great run last year. I do. I don't think that carries over to a top three seed like a lot of people I see predicting. Hawks will still be a good team, very deep team. I'm actually on a DeAndre Hunter trade train. I think he's going to win Most Improved. There's a spoiler. I think he will win Most Improved Player. Um, and yeah, Trey Young is going. Trey Young. I think people are overreacting to this new shooting rule that he's just going to suck. Now he's going to be great. He's going to be Trey Young. He's going to put up his thirty and thirteen. He just will. He's very good. Next, I got Boston a little bit higher than what people think. I think Boston, I think Schroeder is going to find a role in the offense. I think um, I think Grant Williams will finally break out. I know they say that every year. I think he will be the player they want him to be. He's shown sh- signs of the passer from the block, from the elbow. He can defend. He has a little offensive game to him. I think this is the year he breaks out. And... I do. I think Marcus Smart returns back to Marcus Smart. He had a little bit of a down year this year. His defense wasn't the same. I think this is. I think the Celtics will be a six seed, a modest six seed, and it'll be interesting what they go from here because they they're gonna have to do something big pretty soon. Just because they they can't keep resting on this six seed, five seed. This the tunnel's not getting any lighter, not getting brighter at the end. So they gotta be able to do something. The Knicks, the Knicks are the one team I have falling off. And the only reason I have the Knicks falling off is because 
their defense is just not sustainable. It, I forgot. I don't know the number on top of my head, but their three-point defense was just absolutely ridiculous last year. I do think they got better talent rights adding Fournier and Kemba, even though Kemba, who knows how many games he will play. I think they got b- better talent rights, but their defense is just not sustainable. And a Tibbs team is just not sustainable, honestly, in my opinion. I don't think Tibbs teams seem to get worse as the years go on by. We will see. This is only second year, so maybe I'm just throwing it out there for no reason. But I just don't think the defense is sustainable. I think the Knicks take a little bit of a fall off. The Bulls are the eight. Talented team. I'm interesting. The most interesting thing with the Bulls this year is Vucevic. Because you have three ball handlers in Levine, Ball, and DeRozan now. Vucevic thrives. I mean, what makes Vucevic Vucevic is be able to create with the ball when it comes to the post and passing and all that. His defense isn't great. He can obviously shoot. But the fear with the Bulls right now is that they're putting Vucevic in just going to be a spot-up shooting role. So I wonder how the offense works. I wonder how they give it to Vooch. I think DeRozan, Ball, and Levine will be just fine. I do think that. The defense will be interesting. I don't. Ball's obviously a good defender. Levine, DeRozan's awful. Levine's lackluster. Vucevic is lackluster. Uh, but they have been in good defensive systems before, so I think like DeRozan and Vucevic have. So I do think it can work, but I'm interested to see on the defensive end. And Vucevic on offense, I just hope they don't make him a spot-up shooter like a Brook Lopez because then you just traded two first-round picks for Brook Lopez, and that's ridiculous. So... The nine seed, I got the Hornets. Um, Lamelo, second year, I think he takes a jump. Is Gordon Hayward? Hopefully, doesn't get injured again, but I think he'll be good. This team was rolling until everyone got hurt. Lamelo got hurt for a little bit. Hayward got hurt for a long time. I believe Rozier went out for a little bit. So the team was rolling. Rozier is now a twenty point per game score. I'm not a huge fan of him, but it makes it work. They they lose Devontae Graham, which is fine. They lost some shooting, I guess, but they got Bridges. Bridges will be good. I forgot. They lost Zeller. They got Kai Jones. I forgot who their other pick was, but I think year to Lamelo with Rogier and Hayward, assuming no injuries, will take a, not a step in the standings, but a step as a group, as a trio, whatever. And the last seed, I got Toronto. Toronto, it's going to be close to Toronto. Um, Siakam's going to miss some time. I understand that. But I still think Ananobi's going to be good. Scotty Barnes look good. I don't know how much he's going to contribute to winning. He's just a rookie. But Scotty Barnes does look good. Ananobi looks good. I like Fred Van Vliet still. Nick Nurse is still a top three coach in the NBA, in my opinion. And I think a big factor was that Toronto had to play in Tampa for a lot of last year. And I think that's what I think that hurt them honestly, not be able to play in their home arena. So I think them going back to Toronto, it'll help them out. See how I can come back. And the only other team I gotta apologize to for not mentioning are the Pacers. I know I said I'm not gonna predict injuries. Pacers are hurt every single year. I, like it's all, like TJ Warren's already hurt. They are hurt every single year. Karis Levert, we know what he is. Brogdon, we know what he is. Like these guys get hurt. They're a little injury prone. I feel bad. They're a talented roster. They got a huge coaching upgrade in Rick Carlisle. But I, I know I said I'm not going to predict injuries, but it's just hard not to predict injuries when it comes to the Pacers. Now, I already told you my most improved. That's going to be 
Um, shoot, who did I just say? Hold on, let me look at my list. I totally forgot. Honestly, I don't know why. I don't know why I didn't write it down, but I totally forgot who I said was going to be most improved. I think it was Jordan Poole. Maybe. Yikes! I don't know. Um, but my MVP, I do have Donovan Mitchell this year. I do. I do think he has to take a step up in scoring, which I will think he does do. I think he in, increases the playmaking even more. He's been increasing. He's been improving every year. I think he improves a little bit more. Take that another step forward. Solid defender. Looks good. Um, and Coach Deere to go along with it. Just a little duo. Snyder with Mitchell MVP Coach Deere duo. Like I said, I think this team is built for a great regular season run. But with that said, I do not think they'll make. The, I do not think they'll make the finals. I do have the Lakers winning the West, and I do have the Nets winning the East. If the Nets don't have Kyrie Irving for the whole season, I do got the Nets in seven. I think the series is a lot more balanced without Kyrie. But I just cannot trust Russ, LeBron, and AD do, do, trio, and more or less just Russ in the finals when you have guys like. A lineup, let's just say, for the Nets with Patty Mills, even I don't think he would start. But we got Harden, Harris, Bruce Brown, Kevin Durant, Claxton. That's a that's with Millsap coming off the bench. Patty Patty Mills could be coming off the bench. Um the Thomas, Cam Thomas could be looking looks like he could be a scorer. This team's got players, this team's got a lot of players. And I think they just outdo the Lakers. Now, with Kyrie, it's a five-game series. I got Nets in five. But Lakers did sign Avery Bradley. They just got a bunch of guys. I don't know. I like the... They got, top to bottom, they have more depth. I like the Nets depth just a bit better, though, than the Lakers. So I do have the Nets in seven over the Lakers without Kyrie. And Nets in five with Kyrie. With that said, though, like I said, I'm going to make videos on the two games tonight with Nets-Milwaukee. Lakers, um, Lakers, Warriors. I'm gonna give a little recap, give my thoughts on the game. Until then, this is the first episode of season two of Halftime Hangout. And with that said, adios.